Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon's private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Hello, guys. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Comsi, the place of Adrian related to Amazon FBA, private label, and e commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of Comsi. And today I bring you another special guest. His name is Jacob Elbaum, and he's the founder of Shibuk, where they specialize on everything that has to do with helping you optimize your conversion rates in the e commerce space, which we know conversion rates are king in any platform, in any marketplace, in any website, because at the end of the day, you can bring as much traffic as you want. You can put as much money as, as you want in, in, in your strategies. But if people is not converting, then the money doesn't come in, right, Jacob? Uh, so it's a pleasure to have you, Jacob, because I think you're going to bring a lot of value on, on that specific subject. And uh, it's definitely a pleasure to have you on board. So how are you doing, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. I appreciate being here. It's awesome. Yeah. Thank you for coming. I think um, for me, it's very interesting to have you on because um, actually when we had our first meeting, I think around two weeks ago, uh, I didn't even know that there was this specific niche. You know, people actually specialize on everything that's <laughs> conversions. And I find it very interesting because uh, people always talk about, yes, you need to focus on the various uh, advertisement strategies and, and the traffic, email marketing, influencers and everything. But then at the end of the day, and I have seen this a lot when I talk to founders, is that they do all this, but the foundation, which is their product, the offer, their landing page, where people actually need to make the decision to, to proceed, they don't really focus on optimizing that side of the business. And that's, I think, what can really break or, 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 you know, or really make a huge difference for your business because a couple of percentages on a on a you know six eight, eight figure business is huge when it comes to conversions. Uh, so it would be interesting to talk about that today. But you know, before we jump into that, because I like to do this with all my guests, I, I feel like uh, usually you know people get a lot of value out of the out of the background of our guests is to understand a little bit about you and how you jump into the commerce space. And then from there, what motivated you to to find your company, Shivuk? And then from there, we can jump to today's topic, yeah? For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah sounds yeah. good. Thank you. Yeah, um, for sure. So I've uh, I, I basically been in this, I'd say, field of digital marketing. I, I don't even <laughs> quite know what I don't even quite know what the field is called anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like everyone marketing. Um, but I, I've been in it for a little bit over a decade now. Uh, have pretty much been in this space since since getting out of college, actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, about four years ago, I took on a growth marketing role in a, a really large voiceover marketplace called Voice123, okay. one of the first first in the market in that space. Yeah. And as a growth marketer, I actually did a lot of advertising at the time, and I was kind of actually more in that space. But mm-hmm. I, I realized as a, as a growth marketer, you have to look for the opportunities, and the opportunity that that business had was not just drive more traffic, but really figure out how to get more people to actually do what we want them to do. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I went on a went on a on a hunt and um, basically spoke to like eighteen different mentors. I'll I'll plug a really great website called GrowthMentor.com. It's mm-hmm. a fantastic place if you want to learn something quickly. And nice. I spoke to some fantastic people there. They really helped guide me on the process of of conversion rate optimization. Mm-hmm. And then I essentially I took those learnings and I started to practice them and put them in place in that company. Uh, I was there for another six months or so. And then after leaving, I joined Upwork, started as a freelancer, started just sell, selling time for money, a uh, yeah. classic way of doing it. And um, kind of soon realized that's not too scalable. So I started to look into other bigger things. But I would say for the past three and maybe three and a quarter years, it's been primarily e-commerce only. And uh, yeah, I mean, never haven't, haven't turned back ever since. Nice. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I think usually, you know, we as entrepreneurs and, and I went through similar phase than you, you know, uh, I also became first a freelancer then from there and, and seeing the potential of actually becoming more as an agency, a search provider in the space. That's when I actually also did the, the, the agency. But, you know, usually I feel like these roadmaps and, and obstacles you have to go through, that's really what builds your foundation. That's actually what help you really uh, prepare as a professional because during this period that's where you make all the mistakes that's where you uh, try this and it doesn't work then you jump to here and then you even become more aware of what what are the latest things in that specific industry and as you keep educating educating yourself that's where really you start being separated apart from uh, you know being that like one person in that specific industry which in this case is like uh, focusing on conversions uh, and I think that's usually where you can then start providing value to so many businesses that I feel nowadays are in the e-commerce space are struggling because I feel what, what I've been seeing the last couple of years happening a lot in the e-commerce space is that because of what happened with um, with COVID and everything, like people were forced to jump into e-commerce, but a lot of people traditionally they were coming from retailers or just physical shops mm-hmm. and they had no clue about e-commerce. And now, you know, they are really in need of professionals uh, like you like to help them uh, navigate this issue, which is conversion, right? Which I feel, uh, yeah, it's, it's such an um, underestimated topic. I feel people think that, as I said in the very beginning, the key on on the success of a business only about our own marketing uh, and, and bringing all the traffic and promotion so on. But at the same time, I feel people don't really focus on cleaning their own house first before going out which is you know of course, the, yeah. um, the, the offer and everything and i wanted to talk to you about uh you know about that which is yeah what, what would you say you as an expert on this field is 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 the first thing when a business comes to you you look at to see what is wrong because i guess you first need to do an audit and you first need to understand what is going on so what's usually your thought process about this so people can understand how to dissect some of this yeah yeah, sure. So, you know, if if you actually have a, a brand or if you're selling something yourself, I would say that the first thing that I look at is the first thing that someone should look at themselves for is really what kind of business owner are they? Uh, I know it sounds not related to conversion rate optimization, but it actually is 100% related to it. <laughs> uh, it's it's more it's more related to it than in than in many many ways. Um, so that's really the first thing I'm trying to see is essentially I think the way that I kind of split it up is. Was this business started, you know, there's businesses that, have, you know, they, they've been around for 15 years and they, they're making a certain amount per month. But then you find someone else that has started six months ago and they're at that exact same place. 
most times, not all times, but most times that's because the reason that they started the business came from different places. This yeah. person for 15 years is probably a lot more passionate and emotional towards the business. Whereas the yeah. person who started six months ago, they, it might be their third time doing it. They're just completely growth focused. It's all the entrepreneurship. It's making money. Uh, I respect both of those types of people because they're both interesting use cases. But the way that I have to approach them as a conversion rate optimization person is very, very different. And that's because of the exact the emotions that they have towards the brand. So um, that would be the, the first thing that I would say. And really the first thing I'm looking at is, is you know, get a, getting a better understanding of what do they already know about website optimization? What do they already know about mm -hmm. funnel optimization? What do they know about advertising? How much traffic do they have? Can they even do, you know, statistical A-B testing? Um, and really what it is they currently have so that I can see is there any value that I can bring to the table? Uh, so I, I think that's probably, but uh, but actually just to touch on something you said, there, mm -hmm. there's definitely um, something that, in, that, you know, you kind of caught my interest in, in talking about COVID and, Mm -hmm. I, I would definitely, I would definitely say that um, I, you saw that huge, you know, huge increase in e-commerce over the COVID, over COVID period. And what actually happened during that period is that a lot of these brands had kind of like, we'll call this quote unquote, easy success during that time yeah. in the e-commerce space. Cause you know, everyone was basically an e-commerce uh, potential customer. That's and right. once that ended, the mm -hmm. performance started to decrease and as the performance started to decrease, suddenly it's harder to break even. And so as it's harder to break even, then they come to people like me and they say, suddenly my ads don't work. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I saw that. A lot of people are in COVID, to be honest, they, they saw success by by luck of the market, not because they were ha exactly. actually having a good offering, just because of the extra amount of people. Mathematically, you're getting sales, but it's not like you're really competing in the proper way, you say? <laughs> yeah, 100%. I, I think like the expectation that that the, a business owner should have should be aligned with the current circumstances of the market. So right now we're in a market where it's all about, from what I've seen at least, it's all about profitability. How can mm -hmm. we drive more without spending more? How, you know, how can we avoid spending more in ads just without any real purpose? And so that's why people are really essentially coming to me and and uh, I would say my job is to assess the situation to maximize everything we can without really, you know, looking too much in the ad, on the on the ads uh, on, the, yeah. on the budget of the ads. Um, that's good. But, that's good. Yeah, I think it is 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 super important. Um, and and this and it brings me to my first question. And and I think this is something that I've been thinking actually forward to have this episode to ask you, which is. I know your speciality is mainly a, a, around, you know, websites, uh, uh, right, and marketplace, but still I feel something can be, you know, extrapolated and translated to also marketplaces. And I think I would like to ask you uh, to start the, the roundtable of, you know, uh, going back and forth around this topic is based on your experience of working with all the brands and everything, what have we found that is the biggest factor for uh, conversions? And just to give you some examples, what you say is, is everything around creatives right now? It's more around pricing. It's more about having the feature that nobody else has on that niche. What have you seen that is the thing that moved the needle the fastest? Because I think maybe some people listening to this or watching this will say, okay, I'm having conversion issues. What we say is usually the thing that people should look first into based on your experience. Yeah, yeah sure. So 
it, the first first comes first. It's not it's not the hack and it's not the yeah. You know, <laughs> it just basics. Yeah, yeah. Hundred percent, just basics. Um, just like you said, a business. You know, they start out. They don't really even quite know what their value propositions are, their offer, and all that, right? So, I would say you probably see this too in in, in like Amazon and mm-hmm. whatnot. I mean, you probably see it all the time that certain certain businesses just you know probably come to you. They already having a certain degree of yeah. success. And they don't even really know why, you know, it just, yeah, it it happened. And so like, that's, that's a luck. That's a great luck, but you're missing, you kind of skipped out on all the foundational work to understand how to actually market yourself effectively. And so in terms of where I see the most, you know, the the needle move most is I would say on, on the most basic foundations. And the way I would define that in actual practice is communication. So thinking on a deeper level, who am I talking to? So who are the different personas of my business and or my products? And what is the actual value proposition most important to them? And then really just experimenting and going through the process of saying, all right, now I'm going to, I'm going to speak to this persona and I'm going to speak to this persona. And, oh, maybe mm-hmm. this persona, if I speak to him, but I talk about this value proposition, it's actually going to be more effective than, than the other value proposition. And really understanding and, and looking at it from that perspective, because at the end of the day, that's really why people are buying, you know, a personality yeah. and, and like, a and, and like, this is the actual reason. So, um, there's, yeah. to answer your question, there's no, there's no one, one size fits all. Yeah, there's, a pro- there's a process, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think a mistake people do a lot is that um, they don't really understand the uh, the avatar they're targeting. Uh, sometimes I see brands that they don't really have a focus when it comes to a niche, like they focus on a niche, but they don't really understand the avatar, like what is the age group, what, what is the gender, what is the a financial background, what is the culture, everything that very to the granular level and i feel like the 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 fact that so many brands are missing that level of segmentation that that's also the reason why they're having such bad conversions because they just go so broad and then if you go so broad and your actual branding is not tailored to that granularity that you have to do at the at the client level that's where you have that disconnect and that's when you start seeing your social media not working your uh, google campaigns not working influencers uh, and so on so yeah. Look, look, look at a company like Apple. You know, they didn't start yeah. out being being applicable to everybody. No, no. They, they were focusing on such a narrow market of these like wacko nerds. I don't even know yeah, what to yeah. call them, right? Think different. And exactly. <laughs> that's how they dominated that segment. Now, once they dominated it, then they could expand. But to the masses. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. There's that. There's that saying of um, like someone's uh, like don't look at someone's uh, third 300th step or something. You know, just focus on like the next one. You know. You, you have to get there. You don't. You don't get. You don't get to. Uh, you know, take over the world without taking over your, uh, yeah. your street. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, it, it, it's super important because, yeah, nowadays most niches have monsters in terms of competitors, and if your goal is to always go against, you know, the huge, multitudinal ones, it's gonna be so difficult, right? And first, building those micro, uh, communities that we call them, like your your your, you know that cultural level at in small groups that you know they love your brand they drive it they talk about their the their brand to their friends and then that's creating the distributor effect that's where i really see when you can leverage you know and improve your conversions in terms of the traffic that comes now um 
I would say, and, and this is another question I wanted to ask you, when it comes to conversions, I feel that, yes, you need to understand a lot your your avatar and your niche and all of that, but I feel a super important thing that people don't do a lot, and I feel it's because of lack of time and laziness, uh, and, you know, just like strategies, A-B testing. Like, they don't really do a lot of testing. They don't test their main images, their main landing page, their fonts, their colors, their offers, their pricing. And, and I wanted to ask you how you actually um, recommend to tackle this because at the end of the day, there are so many things you can A-B test. You can test your, your colors, your pricing, um, your, I don't know, the packaging, so many things, you know? Right, right, right. Uh, so where usually you will start in terms of A-B testing and, and what is usually some advice to that you will give when it comes to do this, when you do A-B testing to make sure that it really pays out? Though. Yeah. Yeah. Sure, sure. So, I would I would definitely say that um, if you have data, it's going to help you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to help you make yeah. decisions. Obviously, where do I focus? Um, so, if we're talking, you know, marketplaces, I know that data is a bit limited. Uh, there's mm-hmm. some 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 degree of data, but it's going to be more limited than if you have a you know a branded yeah. store. Uh, however, I would say, you know, you're probably going to want to focus on the lowest part of the funnel if you identify that to be underperforming. If it's at benchmarks, obviously benchmark is a funny word because you have to actually try to figure out what the benchmark is in the industry. You have to talk to people. You have to, mm-hmm. you know, really understand like how how are you how are you uh, performing? Um, yeah. But if you're if you're someone underperforming within that part of the funnel, let's say down the funnel in a cart or a checkout, um, and it is a branded site. Then, then I would say that that's one area you could focus. And I would say focus as high up the page as possible, so high up above the fold, mm-hmm. um, yeah. or you know, first first fold. I would say on, on uh, marketplaces, uh, definitely. Uh, I'm sure you probably experienced as well. Images and titles yeah. and uh, the main thing and pricing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. The stuff the stuff you're gonna see right away because the other stuff is you know they they're they 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 help you know they'll get you a couple yeah. extra percentages points, but um, but yeah, and then. And then something else in terms of the the process, and I can, I see what you're saying. You know, it is mm-hmm. kind of like a da- it is kind of like a daunting task. Of yeah, how do I how do yeah. I like really stand on top of this? I think, that, that's uh, why we got people like you to to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. But I mean, you know, some people, depending on who you are, you, you could you could figure out how to do it alone as yeah. well. And and I think what makes it easier is to basically plan it all before you do any of it. So. Mm-hmm pretty much put together a roadmap of things that you're going to be doing and then go through the roadmap one by one instead of what most people do, which is, you know, you just kind of go and you're just reactive and you just look at something and you say, Oh, I feel today like doing this, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. It's a lot easier to, and then by the way, when you go through that process, you also make probably bad decisions because, you know, you launch it today randomly without any kind of plan and schedule and then tomorrow you're like, oh wait, I actually wanted to run a sale tomorrow, so I have to turn this yeah. off. You know, it's it's not structured. So yeah. if you go into it, you know, from the beginning with a plan and a structure, aware of kind of how this all fits into everything else that you're doing, it's just gonna help. It's gonna help it make it easier and feel mm-hmm. a lot light, feel a lot lighter. For sure, for sure. And, and now when it comes to some recommendations that you could give in terms of tools, because I'm pretty sure that all this you need to somehow, you know, combine it with something that again, kind of allow you to manipulate the data. Because I mean, if you do all this testing, but 
again, as you say, you are not tracking the data. It's like you're playing the roulette. You're seeing what works and you don't really know what right. is happening. Uh, I know Google Analytics is a big thing when it comes to conversions, but I want to also hear your take. If, if that's one of the main things you people you recommend people to master in terms of improving their conversion. Are there other tools you would recommend? And, and what is your yeah, take on sure. that? So uh, I have two takes on it. My, <laughs> yeah. my, my high-level business entrepreneur uh, opinion is you don't really need to master any tool if you have okay. just like the most basic analytics of sales. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you, you, I think we all know as entrepreneurs, we have this gut feeling for when something is really working very, very well and is noticeably different. Um, now, I, I focus on statistics. So feelings usually don't really go well with statistics. It's usually the data. But yeah. I'm also aware that, you know, we don't all have this skill set. And so mm -hmm. we still want to be able to do these things even without the skill set. So use your gut. Um, and look at your sales and see how things are having an impact. Um, if we get into more granular things, the way that you know you're supposed to be doing it, um, yeah. <laughs> then yes, definitely, definitely Google Analytics is like the, as I say, go a go to uh, a go to tool combined with whatever tool you're using to actually run an A/B test. So mm -hmm. today, um, there's there's a lot of tests, a lot of tools out there. Google Optimize is a very popular tool, but they're about to sunset in September, so. Uh, there's you know lots of different web, lots of different tools, convert.com nice. and dynamic yield and obviously different stages of business, some hundreds yeah. of thousands of dollars per year. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I ask you because I know when it comes to conversion, I sometimes have the conversation and there is I mean you can go so so in depth with data. I mean there's people that even track like even how much uh, how much time people spend scrolling, which buttons they click, and and, and where uh, you even can do heat maps. I know people do even do heat maps, so I know that is like the next level. And but it's good to know that you know at the same time people when they get inside they don't need to understand all these things inside out right, because right. I know it can get overwhelming. And then they say, you know what? Uh, yeah, I, I cannot focus on <laughs> conversions. I cannot do it. So I wanted to hear your take and if the, uh, there were some tools which you mentioned uh, just for the sake of adding that value as well. Um, sure. Awesome. Uh, now, when it comes to um, um, conversions as well, another thing that um, I think it would be interesting to also understand is when somebody works on conversion, will you say you also need to adapt this to your niche? And the reason why I ask you this is because the standard conversion metrics of a sport brands might be different than the ones of a supplement brand. They're different mm -hmm. longevity in terms of business plans. Uh, supplements, you focus more on the lifetime value of a client. Sports is more one-time thing, for example. So are those things that you will say plays a big role when it comes to defining your metrics? And if so, how like somebody could get a feeling about those when designing a conversion optimization? Yeah. Yeah, sure. 100%. I completely agree yeah. with you. Uh, yeah, I mean, because let's say you're selling a piece of jewelry, your conversion rate is probably going to be between mm -hmm. like 0.2 to 0.8%, yeah. something like Especially that. Especially it's uh, expensive. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. That That's a good point. Some jewelry is inexpensive. And, and so, yeah, and then and then so reading a blog post about conversion rate for jewelry stores is not the most effective thing <laughs> you're going to be doing. You know, it's not going to help you. Um, whereas in the supplements, you could see four, five, six percent. You could see some some nice numbers there. So uh, definitely looking at it in different ways. Um, for actually for for Shopify particularly, I actually happened to just notice that 
when you're looking at your data, I don't know if they have this available for all stores yet, but they actually have, they just added like a benchmark option. Mm. So you could actually see um, okay. how other stores are performing. I don't know what their data is based off of. Obviously they have the data, but I don't know if they, how do they, you know, kind of like group it all together. So that it's, yeah. it's about, it's like a real benchmark, but that is cool for Shopify stores. Um, but yeah, I mean, understanding, um, yeah, to answer your question, there's there's no exact way to know yeah. the benchmark. There's really just yeah. not. Um, it's just talking to people who are like myself, but specifically mm-hmm. know your niche really well, and maybe talking to three or four of them so that you can kind of understand. All right, this guy said this, and this guy said this. I'm going to take the average of all of those and say, okay, this is kind of where I should be aiming towards. Um, so awesome, yeah, love it, good, very good, nice. Uh, yes, I mean, I think. We discussed very interesting things, and I, I think it's been definitely a pleasure to have you. But I think before we, you know, start wrapping up today's episode, uh, you know, I want to also give you a chance to tell us where people can find us because I know this conversion uh, focus in terms of how to optimize and everything, such an extensive topic, and I'm pretty sure we can have many more episodes, which we will in the future. Uh, but at the same time, I'm pretty sure people might be listening and saying, you know what, I actually uh, just want to reach out to this guy and, and, and see how... He can help me with, uh, you know, delegate this the focus about how to to optimize my e-commerce thing. Uh, so yeah, tell us a little bit about the company and how people can find you. Yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. So you, anyone who is interested in reaching out, I would say either hit me up on LinkedIn because I'm not the most uh, social media type of guy. Uh, but LinkedIn, I I I show up there here and there. You're not a, uh, you're not a, a conversion guru. <laughs> not, not, not yet, at least. Not yet. Yeah. Um, there was an option on the table, but I turned it down. Yeah. <laughs> or, uh, or yeah, or my, my website is also shivuk.com, s h i v o o k dot com. Um, and nice. uh, yeah, reach out through there. Actually, just redoing the website, so uh, probably some changes yeah. to come in the coming two weeks. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure I put all the information here down in the description so people can uh, find all your information. And it's been a pleasure, Jacob. Thank you for being here. and looking forward to having you in the next one so we can keep talking about everything conversion for later. Yeah, so it's been a pleasure, man. Yeah. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you, man. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, We would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.com.